Welcome back for the 39th installment of the Tube Station podcast. Uh, it's been a been a couple week break, and uh, we'll kind of towards the end of the episode we'll get into why that was and kind of the future plans. But we thought this would be a perfect time. We've kind of been sitting on this for I mean like all of 2020, pretty much I mean, since yeah. summer. Uh, we've we've been wanting to do like kind of a BLM episode, but after uh, after the Derek Chauvin or is it Chauvin or Chauvin? Chauvin. Chauvin. Pretty sure the Derek Chauvin uh, murder case, the murder of George Floyd case, whatever you want to call it. That along with the uh, Micaiah Bryant incident that just happened. Uh, did that happen yesterday or did that happen on 420? Two days ago. Okay, so it happened on 420 on Tuesday. Um, so we just wanted to get into these two incident, incidences, um, incidents and um, just kind of give our thoughts and what we think about this whole movement that we're a part of right now. We did a episode... Right as this was happening. Remember, Minneapolis Riots, I believe, is the title of an episode. Um, Sickles was on it. We kind of just, it's crazy. Because I remember I called him the wrong name, too. Uh, my fault. I'm just now apologizing. Floyd? We were calling him, weren't we calling him Lloyd? Lloyd, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, so sorry, again. But, no, seriously, it's crazy to think that was almost a year ago. And now you'd think we could, like, come to some sort of resolution with the sentencing coming up uh, for Derek Chauvin. But just when you think we could maybe take a step forward, it seems like we're just being forcibly shoved backwards by different people at all times, different groups of people. Um, I feel like I'm just in the mob at this point. Of yeah, that's getting pushed around. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's been just a year of yeah, kind of mob mentality, but everything's kind of starting to change. I think people are starting to wake up. Where in last summer, especially when all this was kind of starting, I think a lot of people were just taking what the news was saying and rolling with it. Um, but as time passes and more information comes out and uh, you see other uh, n- incidents that they're trying to, um, that they're pushing and, and, and publicizing a lot. And once you start to really step back and look at everything and, and pick everything apart, you can see that many of these cases are either just built off a complete lie or they just twist so many little details and leave out stuff to completely flip the narrative and the narrative that they've been pushing for the past year probably more honestly is that if you're walking down the street and you're black you're gonna get shot by a cop for doing nothing yeah like walking just because you're black walking and black is a crime and that's what the the news is trying to push over the past year especially um so with the Derek Chauvin case we'll start there um 
obviously the trial just wrapped up, I believe, on 420. I think it was like the same day that the Columbus incident happened. Like hours earlier, they uh, released the verdict for Derek Chauvin. Um, He was found guilty on all three charges by a jury. They delegated for 10 hours between two days. Um, And I'm going to pause there because I just want to talk about being in the jury. And just being in a jury, you've never been on jury duty, right? No. Me neither. Um, I don't know if my parents ever have. It would suck unless it's like a murder. I was going to say it's like a part of me is like I want to be a part of like a case where like we have to consider all the facts you know and we have to delegate and there's like a big debate in the jury room and there's all this stuff that's not the case here i would rather die than be on this jury because the weight (laughs) of everything is just on your shoulders yeah like you want to be on like a murder trial so it's exciting and you're not sitting there for like possibly weeks and it's just like super boring like a traffic like a traffic ticket right but at the same time you don't want it to be like the story of the decade right where whatever decision you make people are going to be pissed but especially one decision like you're fucked if you make it <clears throat> Which is interesting about them only delegating for 10 hours. Because, like you said, this is easily the case of the decade. Yes, 10 Maybe hours. like Of the century. 10 hours so is, in comparison to other trials at this level, nothing has even been close to that quick. And everybody, like, that was the thing. Once, the, once they came out that the jury had reached their verdict, like... Me personally, I don't follow all like court shit a lot, so I don't really like understand it or look into it much. But I did notice multiple people saying like as soon as they heard that, they knew that like he was guilty on all accounts because to either be guilty or non guilty, it has to be unanimous. And they're like, well, obviously, there's no way that everybody this quickly said that there's no evidence he was of not, any right. of the charges, including manslaughter. Which manslaughter, it's like it's pretty yeah, much there. But, um, yeah, they, uh, a couple different people made that point that it was, uh, it was much quicker than anybody anticipated or than is, is normal for this type of case, I guess. Right. Um, he'll be sentenced in seven and a half weeks and that'll be a whole other thing that I also want to talk about. So real quick, I was just saying the other day to somebody like, this all happened in what? Like, July? Yeah. 2020? Maybe August? Maybe probably, June. I think Ju- okay, June or July. Like, bro, uh, didn't we get Ghislaine Maxwell in, like, March of 20? Yeah. What's going on <laughs> yeah. with her? I haven't heard her name in a year. I looked her up maybe a, week, a month ago just to, like, get an update. <laughs> check you in, know? yeah. And <laughs> check in on our girl, Ghislaine. Uh, didn't we call her Gislaine too Gislaine, for a little bit? Gilin, Gilane. Yeah. yeah, I've heard a lot. I don't give a fuck about that trash can's name, but anyways. Well, it, I it's checked just, in on her, and they just have no new information, bro. They're just like, yeah, she's just gonna sit in that cell for life. And the just last not articles say from like eight months ago, and she's probably in one of those like Swedish prisons, which is like, oh yeah, f- like full dorm, like nicer than any college dorm in the yeah. states by far. Like full TV. bathroom TV. I think they give you a 
a box. Little, I think little, they give you an Xbox. Little workout area. Yeah, she yeah. might be running Warzone. Like we don't even know. No, yeah. I think, but like, I think they give you Xbox Gold. <laughs> they give you a, a Game Pass. Um, <laughs> well, it's just like, in, I mean, this like people are going to be offended when I say this, but like, it's kind of sickening that like we can crank out a case this quickly, where like a a known felon, drug addict like unfortunately dies from the cops not backing anything that Ch- like Chauvin did but like wouldn't you think that somebody running like an international pedophile ring would maybe be like a little Dude, bit above like, a crackhead yeah. getting sho- like getting choked out and dying like what is prioritized above this is that's what, what I want to know well that's what I'm saying dude like if 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 it's white mm-hmm. on black crime it's top of the store like it doesn't matter if you caught an international, like, child trafficker, bro. Like, we just got a cop who shot a black dude or, like, killed a black dude. Right. Like, we're set. This is at least two weeks of, of news. We're good to go here. Oh, what's that? Hundreds of young women getting violated and assaulted? Uh, so we got uh, that story. They, it's like yeah. they walk into CNN. All right, we got two stories. One, we just caught this woman running an international uh, child. Yeah, arguably sex the worst ring. crime in the history of the it world. It is the worst. It is the. I think. Well, I, mean, I think Hitler's. No, no, no. I know, but that's okay. But like Hitler, that was like way more than a crime. That was just like the worst thing in human history. Like arguably, or one of them. But yeah, but like if he went to, tri- he could have gone to trial. Yeah, theoretically, <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, realistically, we pro- we would have done it because like we have to. oh yeah we would have brought him in like, we have to imagine him like sitting on the stand all sad well i think but, yeah i think he'd, he would have been well whatever but what i was gonna say like and i'm trying to think as i'm talking but is what's worse killing someone or like raping a child i mean i get what you're saying because like, one's ending someone. a life so like it's right, probably but ending that. a life is like the worst. But the other thing, is no like attacking what. the most pure being on the planet. Yeah. No. Like I said, I get what you're saying, but it's probably still, murder. Right. But murder is just yeah, you know, different level. But I'd like. I'd be more likely to befriend a murderer than someone oh, than a pedophile, though. One hundred percent. Uh yeah. Depends. Like, there's on probably the people. There's but. definitely people out there who've killed people, and they're like probably like pretty chill people in general except for when they like kill somebody <laughs> right but, like, it's a situational if a, thing if you're like, a pedophile they... like that's a type of mindset like that's not like an impulse thing like fuck I, I fucked up and I, I killed somebody dude like it's like no dude like you're doing shit to kids like that's full mental no 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 I can get behind the idea that it takes like a certain level of evil to rape like you said like yeah. it, but i feel like, like kill is like not honest, anybody like, but i feel like a lot of people could kill but like <laughs> i mean depends on the scenario obviously right but i'm saying like if you were put in like the craziest situation like there's a chance that you would kill but there's no chance that you would rape a child true if that makes sense right but fuck it, we're not we're not talking about pedos this episode. We're talking okay. About back to back to the sentencing. Cops. Right, so the sentencing's happening. Seven and a half weeks. 
the maximum sentence for his charges. You could face up to 40 years max for second degree murder, 25 for third degree, and 10 for manslaughter. So together, that's 75 years. I think they might be lower for people with no record, though. They are. So I that's where I was like going with this. 12, is 12 If you don't have a maybe? record, yeah, it's like 10 to 15 all together, too. Like, yeah. you, like, put them all together, and you just kind of like, all right, yeah, this dude, like, made one bad error. He has all these charges because of this error. He's never made an error before. So, like, just that's just the way the judicial system works. I'm not saying, like, that's how it should go. I'm just saying that's how it works. And so he's should get 10 to 15. Now, I'm going to pose two scenarios at you. The first scenario... Let's connect it back to what just happened with 10 hours of delegation, so short, and the quick just, yeah, guilty. All three, guilty, just All send three. it. Yeah. So let's say the sentencing comes in seven and a half weeks, and they're like, yeah, we're given a maximum sentence, 40 years, second degree, 25, third degree, 10 for manslaughter. Fuck it, throw them five more. That's 80. That's not right. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost exactly how this happened. Like, Chauvin is taking, like, this massive blow. And what he did was terrible. But he's really taking it, like, harder than the average human should, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, nobody, unless... Well, no, I can't even say unless... Like, because I was going to say nobody is going to die on a hill fighting for Chauvin. Like, nobody. No. And I was going to say, except racist... But like that's because I'm I'm getting like slightly brainwashed <laughs> by this media shit. Because if you re- if you look at this whole case, nothing has to do with race, nothing at all. Nothing. There were like there were two other people in the car with Floyd. Like they just gave their IDs and like they were good. Like that was it. And like well, they, and then they if the thing is shit. Like this. So my act, last this, bullet point here is the other three officers will be tried in August for aiding and abetting murder. I'm pretty sure one's Hispanic, one's definitely Asian, like a I think Japanese dude. So I'm Asian, so like this is not like white versus this can't possibly be white versus black. They literally watched a man die. They just stood there, right? And it's just like in the entire trial, the prosecuting like team did not once bring up racism because like nope. they knew there was like right there was nothing there, but they didn't have to. Because it was just murder, like, like aside from race. Yeah, but yeah, and saying. that and they didn't have they didn't have to convince anybody that he was guilty, that, that he was racist, because the media just did that. Like, if you go up to the street and ask people, is Derek Chauvin racist? Most people are going to say yes. Yes. Unless they looked into the like, unless they really studied the video and like broke down all the parts of the trial and everything. Most people are going to be like, yeah, he's. He's like he's the face of the racist cops right now. He's like the figurehead for white cops attacking unarmed black people who did nothing wrong. And it's like 100%. Okay, sometimes like the cops going to be white and the the victim or the criminal whatever the case ends up being is going to be black. Like that's just that that'll happen. Sometimes you're going to have a black cop walking up to a white dude like doing something. But it doesn't matter what the situation is. If there's a white cop and a black citizen, guaranteed racist. 
racist. Guaranteed. So, um, yeah. Again, I, I want to hit on what you just said. That was amazing little tangent. But uh, we're going to end this episode with a little, like, kind of just BLM recap. But to kind of summarize this whole trial and the sentencing that's going to come up, my second scenario for you is in seven and a half weeks when the judge does their job and gives him 12, 13 years in prison, I want you to imagine the riots. Yeah, I don't... We're, yeah, like, we're, we're definitely not out of the woods yet at all. Um, Dude, they rioted because of the... Like, they literally rioted two days ago. Like, people were, like, rioting. It might have been, like, out of happiness or something. I don't know, but... Like, there was, like, protests and riots. Like, yeah, it was well, a lose-lose situation. It's like, the thing is, like, when you're on standby to riot before something happens, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's still going to be people that are like, I mean, we're here. It's like, know? all right, dude. Like, I, I called off for the next three right. years. Like, I'm breaking something. I'm burning something, right? Uh, um, well, no, the people that riot don't have jobs, so that doesn't really... Yeah, that's true. They're just, they um, just got to make sure they're filling out. But I just thought it was form. funny, like... They knew the the verdict was going to come out. So, like, businesses at this point are just, like, boarding like boarding up their windows must just be, like, a common occurrence. Like, that's part like of every, training when you, like, get the job. Every couple weeks in Minneapolis for the past year, you've had to board up your windows. Well, they probably do it, like, every day there. Like, it's kind of <laughs> like when you're closing the store you and you're like, like, okay, sweep <laughs> the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sweep the floor, clear the, the tables. Up. Yeah, board up. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't Make sure you board, board up, up before, before you go. <laughs> like, dude, that's honestly what they probably do. Yo, make sure. Remember to mop. Today's Tuesday. Today's mop day. And then, of course, you board board up before you go. Don't forget to board up. We had a guy did not board up last week. Bad <laughs> yeah. things happened. Oh, 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 we don't have any more toasters. Um, but, yeah, they stole like all they stole all of our air fryers. So like, and and they're on back order. I mean, you know yeah. how COVID is fucking everything no. up. So like, we're I mean, thank God we have the in- for weeks. Right. Thank God we have the insurance for it. But you know, we're gonna go four weeks without tongs. So that <laughs> we're we're getting the money, but we're not getting the product. So like, oh. realist. <laughs> but. Um, I mean, what do you now? This might be, not be something for you that you can easily answer, but um, what do you think the charges should have been, if not what they were? No, I think all the charges were proper. Honestly, I didn't even know the charges until this verdict came through, and then I heard three, and I was like, okay, I'm curious to what three, and then they're like the you know the main ones. So I'm like, okay, like you know, they could always throw in like. I don't know, tax fraud or something. I don't know why I always think, like, tax fraud is a nice little, like, <laughs> sprinkle on, like, these heavy criminals. But that's the thing. It's, like, he's literally not a heavy criminal. So it's, like, the case seems like this is, like, a massive criminal that we have captured and sentenced. But it's really not. He did one thing, and it was horrible. And now he's going to pay for it, as he should. Yeah, I mean, I was... It's, it's kind of hard to tell, because I think each state has, like, different classifications for the different types of murder and manslaughter but um i know the highest one he was charged with was second degree murder and i'm just gonna read like the definition from minnesota 
Um, so second-degree murder can be an intentional killing, but it's not as serious as first-degree murder. Second-degree murder can be charged when a defendant intentionally kills another human uh, being, but the murder is not premeditated. Second-degree murder may result when a person kills out of atten- intense emotional response or impulse. Additionally, killing someone during a drive-by shooting, comma, killing someone during the commission of a crime that is not sexual assault or killing someone unintentionally while intended to inflict great physical harm uh, to a victim for whom an order of protection was obtained can result in a second-degree murder charge. Second-degree murder has a maximum penalty of 40 years in prison. So, to me, none of those even come remotely close to him except maybe... But remember, you have to in court. You have to prove things beyond a reasonable doubt. And I, I would say maybe uh, it says when a person kills out of an intentional emotional res- intense emotional response or impulse. But still, I think the way that's written, it would be that like, say you like you've hit my cat with a car. And right. I get and out. You're just pissed, and right. I'm pissed, and I just walk up to your window and, and just shoot kill you. me. Yeah, that's second degree murder, I think, because it was complete. No, like, that imp- is. Yeah, that was impulsive, and but what it says kills out of an intense emotional response or impulse. So that makes me think that like for that split second, you are actively trying to kill them. That's how mm-hmm. I take that. So mm-hmm. I don't understand how they gave them second degree murder. I don't know how they proved it, but yeah, I mean, if you watch the video, I I would bet it had to do with the video. You know, it's a nine plus minute long video. I haven't watched the whole thing, um, but I feel like it's kind of at a jury's discretion. You know, the prosecutors are going to do what they do. Yeah. But when you watch the video, and then obviously they brought in, I think they brought in like, actually, I'm not even going to guess, but I was going to say ninety, but that's definitely not right. But like witnesses, I think it was like ten eyewitnesses. Yeah. And they all tell their stories and they're like, oh, you know, I saw the one like old African-American dude and he was like crying because like uh, he was talking about George Floyd calling out for his mother and then like his mom just died. So it was like this big emotional moment. And, you know, I feel for the guy, but it's like you can't bring that into consideration, you know? Yeah. And plus, I, I also did notice when they were talking and like this wasn't something that I think that I was thinking about. Like there were things that came up in certain body cam videos or uh, witness videos, and you can hear like maybe it's George Floyd saying something. Um, like I, I'm not going to do any specifics because I don't remember exactly what what was said, but um, it's just when so much is going on in that quick amount of time, like people see something. Because, like, we can see it because we're watching. We can see everything that happened from five different angles. And we can hear from all different areas around what's happening. So we hear him say, like, whatever. And then they go after the cops and say, well, we can hear him saying so-and-so. You can hear it in the video. And he's like, well, I wasn't right there during the video. I'm ten feet away on the other side of the car, like, doing what I'm doing. And it just, it it was something that I really never thought about is that, all the different people in a crime scene can have completely different uh, accounts of what happened because so much happens in 
you can hear things where other people won't or see things from different angles, stuff like that. So it it, it was just interesting to think about that. Um, but right. like third degree murder makes more sense to me because it's not based on having the intent to kill. Um, it's often charges depraved heart or mind crime. So like if somebody fired a gun into a crowd like accidentally and killed somebody, that would be third degree murder. Um, it's also charged when a person is killed and the defendant has an indifference to the sanctity of human life. So that I I can I can understand the 100%. argument for that. Yeah. But second degree I don't understand it at all. But again, I think it had to do with being at your discretion, watching the video, looking at what happened and looking specifically at Chauvin the whole time, all nine minutes. Just being like, Did this dude like seriously like not think about killing? Like you know what I mean? Like he was on his neck for nine minutes, bro. Right. And the dude's like literally like I can't breathe. Like at that point, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, like maybe I should see if yeah. he can breathe." Well, like it also goes it goes past the video because like within the court, there was multiple. There's all different types of evidence, you know, and like part of the argument from the other side of that was that he was saying he couldn't breathe for probably like 25 minutes, like he was. He was sitting on the side wall saying he couldn't breathe. They put him in the car. He said he couldn't breathe. They put the window down. He said he, he said he couldn't breathe. Then he got out of the car. He said he couldn't breathe. So he was, like, saying it for several minutes before he was even put on the ground. But still, 100%, I'm with you. And it also, people don't realize this, but that whole knee-on-the-neck thing, that's part of, like, Minneapolis's police department's training. Right. So, like, you can't, you, obviously, you can blame Chauvin because he was the one doing it, but there also needs to be major reform in uh, their training because, like, I mean, I did jujitsu for a fucking year, and, like, I'm fully aware that that is just not a, it's just not, like, an effective <laughs> hold. And realistically, I like, I was saying this to Jack, and I was, I was in my, living room yesterday and I was testing it out I'm like dude if you're laying on your stomach with your hands behind your back and I was doing this on like a a wood floor and I had a hoodie on so I can like slide my shoulders to get up to my knees now if I'm on concrete laying next to a car and there's a cop on my one hip and the car on my other hip it's gonna take at least 15 seconds for me to stand up and, like, yes. the second I try to stand up, they're just going to kick You're me, gonna and I'm going to roll right back yeah. over. So, like, I mean, to me, at that point, like, just let him lay there. If he's going to, like, squirm <laughs> around and try to do something slick, yeah. just fucking kick him in the hip, and he's going right back down to the ground. Like, it's that easy. So, right. I mean. The logic behind the knee thing is the, just the the makes neck no sense <laughs> and, at all. And it's, like. Dude, if you have like your knee on my neck and nowhere Dude, that else, hurts so bad. That and like you have no like, like my center of gravity. Like you'd want to be on my chest or like my my waist. <laughs> yeah, but like my neck, like I could still move my whole body. Like I could punch you. Or, like realistically, like if this isn't like a cop situation where you're handcuffed, that like that's that hold or whatever you want to call it. That stance does absolutely nothing other than like Unless- fucking crush your unless neck. you want to actually kill like, someone yeah, unless yeah, you're bro. trying to like crush someone's <laughs> neck like that, yeah. the, that's all you're gonna do exactly 
Um, but to wrap this up, we both agree Chauvin deserves everything that he is going to get. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot that is going into this that I think a lot of people are not seeing, and they're just blinded by it. And I just love telling people the facts and then having them, after hearing the facts, look me in the eye and then say the same like bullshit brainwash stuff that they were saying. Oh, I'd love the, for that to happen. The other thing I was going to say, because uh, Pelosi said this too, um, when she, and, and you just said it, which made me think about it. When he was when he was crying like saying mama and he was like crying yeah. out for his mama like that was that's his girlfriend that's what he called his girlfriend. Oh really? Yeah, and they like the prosecutor like used it in court and said like he was screaming for his mom and then Pelosi said it but like it was like uncovered that's what he called his his oh, girlfriend. Well, I mean, if it was uncovered, eh, like you know. People yeah, are gonna yeah. say what I've, they're gonna say. I think there was like, yeah, there was like a, 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 I don't know if it was a post or like friends or somebody said like, yeah, like, like we've heard him call his girlfriend mama before. And All it's right, like play Pelosi's dumbass. Oh yeah. Uh, where is she? Like this is what's wrong with the government. Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice because of you. And because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous with justice. So okay, aside from, like, you know, opinion, his name will not be synonymous with justice ever. No. no. It's going to be synonymous. With, yeah. No. <laughs> like, No. Uh, I, I mean, like maybe like, you know, someone very honorable dying could be like synonymous with justice. Like when their killer gets revenge and stuff, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into it anyways. I I do want to like, like when they killed John Wilkes Booth. That's that what I was going to say. I was literally going to say Abraham Lincoln. But yeah, then I'm I didn't to... know. I didn't. I don't know what happened in John Wilkes Booth's trial. So I no, can't I don't say either. if he got but like, justice. But that, yeah, that's that's justice. George, and like, that's the problem. Like, I don't even want to say this, but it's just facts. Like, I'm offending people with facts. But like, George Floyd isn't like the model citizen. And he's not like the average black person. Like, he wasn't a good dude. He robbed a pregnant woman at gunpoint. Like his, he was like three times over the deadly level of fentanyl. Like he had drug problems. He had a he had a, a previous record of of violent robberies, and then like the media wants like every young black man to say this is you, this is you. It's like no, most of you, this isn't you. You're just a normal dude like me and Jack. Like you're just right. chilling, trying you're to a live. Good guy. You're, yeah, and if you like, continue to be a good guy, you probably won't get killed by a cop. Like you won't, <laughs> you won't, dude. like you simply won't. You won't. Okay. But it's just this narrative that, and it's the narrative that walking in black is illegal, and that that they're making George Floyd the like the face of of black people and like police not even police brutality but police racism 
and like I said, this this case just simply had nothing to do with racism, and George Floyd was not a model citizen whatsoever. Right. People don't want to hear it, but that's the truth. As heated as we just got over this, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, he, we believe that he got the right sentencing. I mean, give or take, maybe second-degree murder for you, but I, I really don't care, like, at this point. Like, just put him away. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just want to move on. Um, now, something I'm actually more heated about is this shooting two days ago on April t- 20th, uh, 2021. the most... It's actually the it's dumbest the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I have written here, Columbus shooting of 16-year-old Makia Bryant likely just took Breonna Taylor's spot for worst representation of like police brutality slash like racist police killing in the common era. And I'd even go as far to say human history. Fuck it. Um, so here are the facts of the situation. At 4.30 around on Tuesday, April 2nd, a call to 911 in Columbus, Ohio, said the words that someone was trying, quote, trying to stab us and, quote, put hands on the caller's grandmother. And the most important quote, we need a police officer here now. So what do the police do? You know, they should they not show up? I think well, that's what. Continue and let's get through what happened and then we'll run through. What the fuck he should have done. <laughs> so they got there less than 15 minutes later. Very prompt. So that Solid response time. Yeah. <laughs> nice job, guys. Um, the officer can be heard yelling. Re- wait, realistically, though, dude, if you're getting stabbed and then you have to wait 15 minutes. Like dude, you I've have heard to... that's maybe the quickest I've ever heard. No, I, I know, feel like they like, always get there later. Yeah, though. like sometimes it'll be like an hour and it's like, fuck, yeah. dude. But I'm saying like. An active stabbing is going on. Like, think about how long 15 minutes feels. Like, when someone's chasing you with a fucking kitchen knife. <laughs> well, that kind of connects to what I'm about to say. So they got there less than 15 minutes later. And if you watch the video again, this is all on body cam f- video on the cops. The dude rolls up hot in the car. Like, he does, like, a GTA, like, I don't know, parking. You know, like, I'm just going to the scene, <laughs> skidding. Yeah. And then, like, flying out of the door. like Pulls in diagonal right in the middle of the street. Within five seconds, there are bodies, like, coming at him. <laughs> yes. Like, there's someone falling, like, Dude, on him. Dude, he just him. gets out. Someone's getting tackled right in front of him. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? Yes. And then he looks up, right? So he's, he, this is what I imagine, right? Because the boggy cam is as close to, like, being what they're actually seeing. Yeah, it's, like, it's as upper you chest. Be. So, yeah. Right. So he, a body falls to his feet. He looks down at the body, right? He's like, what's going on? Looks up to immediately a knife, like, coming in from an angle. Dude, she was, like, in her, like, dude, whoever found that <laughs> screenshot of the body cam, bro. Oh, yeah, like, that was money. She's in, like, the perfect backswing. And, like, when you see this screenshot, it's, like, there is not a more precise time. For the cop to pull out his gun and shoot that bitch. <laughs> like, she is mid-stab. Like, you can take the single frame, and yeah, you can see also, her backswing. You can see on. the, like, the, the the motion, too. It's a little blurry. Like, she's already mid-swing. And, like, yeah, I mean. Okay, just... 
I'll, I'll add to that in a second. So immediately he looks up, right? He sees this woman in the process of stabbing. Like, literally, killing is going to happen in the next two seconds, whether you like it or not. I think he yells, uh, get down. Get down, like, at yeah. least three or four times. I think I heard it three times. And then immediately pulls out his gun and shoots the girl probably, like, four times. And the girl that is about to get stabbed gets away. She just doesn't get hit by a single bullet. And escapes with her life perfectly fine. LeBron James, our lord and savior, tweets a picture of this cop. Clearly didn't either... Okay, it's a lose-lose here. Either he knows the details and he's just that stupid. Or he doesn't know the details and he just decided, I'm going to tweet a picture of the cop with in all caps saying, You're next. Hashtag accountability. Um, can we just okay. t- real t- real quick talk about the picture of the cop? What about it? Like when you see the picture of that cop, your first thought is like, okay, if anybody's gonna fuck up on the job, it's probably this dude. Oh yeah, he looks I mean, like he's like dude, five two, like a hundred classic white pants. He has like, like he has this weird like half sl- half sleeve on like his one arm, like this little. Did you see that? Like the little like white shooting sleeve he's wearing or something no, no. did you notice shooting that sleeve no Dude, if you look at the picture he's wearing like a shooting sleeve or something and he's just like he has his little glasses he just looks like a little dweeb and like as soon as i saw that picture i was like god they're doing this cop dirty whoever took that picture because you know he has like a real nice like picture like for the academy like with the american flag behind him like looking like nice probably doesn't have his glasses on then you see him like on the street like well, slouched yeah. back real I'm wondering short, where he got the looking. screenshot there might be a video or a longer video that i didn't see and that's where he got it but yeah it might have been from any other uh other body cams um 16 year old makia bryant would then bleed to death uh on the sidewalk right there um where she was shot by this cop here are the arguments that we're hearing i think there's three main ones one, the cop should have just tased her or tackled her, you know, like that could have saved her life and stopped the stabbing. I cannot stress enough how bad I want you to watch the video if you are saying this argument, because there is not even is there even five seconds between when he gets out of the car and when he has to shoot her? Maybe it might be five. I think from it's like five to ten. Yes. But no, from like him or from the second. Okay. First of all, if you just watch the video and never pause, you don't even realize the girl has a knife. That's no, how quick it happens. Yes. The only reason you know she has a knife is because somebody got a screenshot, screenshot. Right. of her. In I that didn't back. see the knife. The yeah. First her in time. that backswing. Yeah. When you sent it to me, I was like, I don't know, dude, that seems kind of sketchy. Then I went to the comments and I see the screenshot <laughs> of the a, bitch in the backswing. Knife. And I was like, oh, this is 100% like a clean kill. Like we're good. But, um, um, and then clearly, you know, on top of that, I'll just add, right, that they would have tased and tackled oh. if she was white. That's what, yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, right. But, so. I mean, they're also, they also keep bringing up the fact that, not, I've, I've seen this a couple times, that tasers, gen- like, have around a 50% success rate. Right. Because, like, one, you have to hit both, like, the ones that shoot, like the projectile, you have to hit both 
probes to get like a full effect. And then like if you're wearing like a hoodie and it just like catches your like there's all sorts of factors if you're bigger and like if you see the screenshot this girl does not look like a 15, 16-year-old 16. girl. Yeah. Like no, I agree. she look like she looks like she oh. looks like a lineman. But and even um, so <laughs> this is again complete speculation. This is me just rattling. If you were to tase someone who's mid-swing with a knife, they're at least following through. Maybe not with the same power, <laughs> but well, like, like someone's getting I'm hit by the if knife. If you hit bro. me like right here, I'm gonna go eh, and like fall <laughs> forward like with the knife still in my hand, and right. like and I'm again, at least slashing is... someone. Right, <laughs> exactly. Like maybe it's not puncture, but it's at least massive gash slide across something. But anyways, that's besides the point. That is argument number one. Argument number two. Um, so they said that the cops were called. Because, and this is in hindsight, she was getting attacked. So the girl, Nakia Bryant, was getting attacked and she was like defending herself. Someone even said like defending her household. Like, I don't know if it was an attempted robbery. I mean, we don't even know why there was a dispute in the first place. Right. But so, of course, they're going to be like, she was the victim, like, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, okay, so should he have shot the girl in the pink? Like, should he have tackled her? Like, I don't know what what you want. Like, there's literally an attempted murder occurring in front of his face. Also, dude, like, if you look at the media coverage, like, when this first came out, it said, like, cops shot fatally, like, kill 16-year-old girl holding knife. It's like, okay, she was not holding the knife. It's not like... Just standing there, like, my butter knife's in my hand. She was in the back swing. She was mid-swing. She was mid-stab. And so, like, they say, like, yeah, she was she was just holding a knife, and the cops shot her. Like, she was just holding it. Like, no. Like, look, watch the video, and just watch. She's not holding it. She's swinging. She's swinging a kitchen knife at somebody. I'll do you one worse. When I was doing the research for this about an hour or two ago, um, the New York Times article, the subhead said cops claim she had a knife. Yeah, right. So they're like, just like pinning it on the cops. They're like, yeah, we didn't watch the video. Like, it's like they, we're not they, gonna they, believe they the said cops. she had a knife. They claim like, she has a knife. Yeah, it's like they said dude. she had a knife. I mean, she had a knife. Like they they like do the like quotes. Like they should have put quotes around knife just to go all in on it. Bro, there's actually there's somebody in here right now, and they they're commenting some stuff, and I'm sure you'll have some words to say about it. They said this is the Mister Friendly. I don't know who this is, but they said, to be honest, in the shadow of the trial, I'm surprised that the cop even took action. Should have waited for a cop of the same racial phenotype as the perp to show up and handle it. Sit back and play mall cop security in the meantime. And I said. And just watch the girl get stabbed. He said, "Pretty much, cops should be helping people so long as the people, or cops should be should just stop helping people so long as the people turn on the cops." Uh, you need more accuracy. You need to be success uh, to be successful with probes, and it doesn't always work. Shorter range and only one shot. This is why the cops stop help. Just stop helping until the appropriate cop of the appropriate race slash gender arrives to deal with a perp. If this kid's, like, not trolling me, that's, like, the most leftist, pussy, stupid shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. No, he's not true. That dude's definitely... What's his name? 
Mr. Friendly. First of all, Mr. Friendly, thank you for being in the chat. <laughs> yes. Second I, of all, I am, I would almost put my life savings on the fact that you are trolling <clears throat> the left because it's almost so much of a troll that it's not. Like, you're almost making, like, really good points. That's like, the thing. They're like, the shit that some people on the left say is so absurd. I don't know that if this is a joke or not. He said, I'm actually super conservative, but I also thinks the cops should just stop helping. So maybe his thoughts are just like, fuck it, dude. Defund the police. See what happens. Maybe that's what he's saying. I don't know. No, I've I, seen people I don't say think that. he's saying that at all, bro. I think he's saying something that's a troll. But again, if you told that to someone on the left, they'd laugh at you. Yeah, and then you'd said, be like, "Well, what do you well, what do you want from us?" Like he said, I, "Let the purge happen." Yeah. So I think I think he is trolling. Luckily, um, but there are probably people who think. In, and I'm going to read this again. He said, "This is why the cops just stop helping until the appropriate cop of the appropriate race slash gender arrives to deal with the perp." Now, just imagine if like the cop shows up, he's like, "Fuck, they're black." Like, oh, All right, dude. Greg, could you get here in like? 10 minutes? It's yeah. Like, shit, like, I could be there in, like, 25. By the time he shows up, there's, like, 13 dead teenagers laying there from fucking stab wounds. Right. So. And and then we I can get, get in, from. We can get into, like, what you said at the beginning here is, like, okay, if the cop did the wrong thing, please tell me exactly what should have. You would what, do. What they should have done. Well, I just want to say, like, okay, let's say you are trained in the police academy. Let's say you have the best training possible. What would you literally have done? What would you have done in that situation that he didn't? Obviously, I don't have the training, so I don't know, like, what the training is. But from just a normal citizen looking at this, I see that he single-handedly saved, saved a young woman's life. at least one person's life. At least one. Because let's yeah. just say he didn't shoot her for, like, the next, like, minute. <laughs> she she could have just... She's just going around. So, um, I'll end with this. There are two other... There were two other police shootings in Columbus Police Department since December, leading to African Americans dying. Uh, one already leading to an officer getting charged with murder. Oh, on awaiting trial. So, they're in, like, a Chauvin situation already in the same police department. So, you know they're going to use that. Second, the aunt of Makia Bryant says, quote, I know there are de-escalation tactics that could have been used. You killed a teenage girl that could have been avoided. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to say anything. I mean, we've already covered that. Um, she says her niece had a knife because she was, quote, defending herself and she was being attacked. So we already kind of hit that, too. Also, somebody, yeah, I saw somebody say, and this is, like, pretty true, like, have you ever heard of somebody defending themselves with a knife? I mean, yeah. Like you don't you don't carry around a knife to defend yourself. Like well, no, nobody, I mean nobody's defending themselves with like what are you defending yourself with? Like you and a, a knife is for like attacking. And then they were, and then on the on on the news they were also calling it a knife fight. I think like NBC called it a knife fight. And they're like this is just a, a classic schoolyard knife fight. He should have just broke it up. It's like, dude, it's not a knife fight when one person's getting stabbed with a kitchen knife. Right. I didn't see a knife in the pink shirt's hand. Yeah, that's a stabbing. That's it's not a knife fight. And also, oh. like, the the fact that they they just like casually said like 
schoolyard knife fight. Have you ever heard of a human being in a knife fight? Like outside no. of a movie? Ever? No. no. It doesn't happen. Nobody gets into a fucking knife fight. That's like some karate, like samurai movie shit. So I kind of want to talk about my opening statement with this, which is that or I want to know your thoughts on this being like worse than the Breonna Taylor thing, because I don't think we ever talked about Breonna Taylor's case on this podcast. And I, we've wanted to multiple times. We've texted each other like we should talk about it. And we've just been like, I mean, it's not really a full podcast episode. You know, we want to do a BLM episode at some point and just kind of voice our opinions. But what do you think about this being actually like a laughing stock? Like, this is just, like, single-handedly the weakest argument I've ever seen the media try to... Like, the weakest tool to push their narrative. It's just, like, you can pick this shit apart so easily. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, it's the easiest thing to... It didn't even take... Like, so when all the George Floyd shit came out immediately, um, like, it took time to get all the information and realize that, like, some shit might have been blown out of proportion and like we didn't know all the details this like happened the body cam comes out the same day we know like everything that happened pretty much we know all that we need to know is that we saw a girl actively trying to stab someone and we saw a cop single-handedly save her the other girl's life and and ben shapiro made this this point and it's so true but nobody thinks about it if the cops just didn't show up that day Nobody would give a fuck. Nope. That's if that so black girl just if the black girl if uh, Micaiah Bryant just stabbed the other girl, we would never hear about it. One thousand percent. And the reason I know this is because two days ago in Cincinnati, a thirteen-year-old black girl was stabbed to death, and there was absolutely no media coverage except for locally. So it just <clears throat> shows that they just take little. They take whatever they can. And whatever they think they can use to push their narrative, and they use it. And they're getting fucking lazy because this was just so lazy and stupid that it was so easy to pick apart and say, like, you're just bullshitting and you're just trying to push your narrative and trying to start shit where it isn't. And, I mean, it's it was just like, it's it's funny. It's sad, but it's funny that they think that they can just throw out like any sort of case that involves a black person and just be like racism. Boom. So here's here's my point. So let's just say we live in a world where Black Lives Matter never existed. And you saw this case on the news with no like past narratives in your head. I would see cops show up extremely timely, like in the nick of time. And save the lives of multiple African-American citizens. Yep. What did I just say that's false? You're racist, dude. Like, the cops were perfect. I I don't even know what else to say. Like, they They handled it perfectly. And and the girl in the pink was the one who called the cops. Um, And there is a body cam footage from the other cop. And, um, like after the fact, and he like kind of walks over to the side with her and she was like, yeah, like she was trying to stab me and, and the cop got her. 
So, like, the girl fully acknowledged that she was, like, about to get stabbed, and the cop stopped it. And, like, why why is nobody having, like, this girl to talk on, like, talk about what happened on the news? Because she's probably going to say, that cop saved my life. Yes. 100%. And nobody wants, to know, nobody wants to hear that. No one wants to hear a cop did their job. No one. Like, people were saying, like, back in my day, like, this would be on, like, this dude would be a goddamn hero. Like, people yep. would be out in the streets, like, thank you, sir. Like, yes. this place is safer because of you. Like, you just, you literally just saved a human life. Like, thank you. Well, someone was saying, like, <laughs> like what if the girl in the pink shirt that got saved was LeBron's daughter? Would he be tweeting, you shouldn't have killed her. Like, you're next, bro. Like, right. Like, dude, what? And, what? like, pe- people are saying, like, the other side. They're like, what if Makai was your daughter? It's like, well, I hope my daughter's not I, trying to fucking stab right. somebody. And if she is, I would completely understand if, if she gets she, shot it, for yeah, it. Yeah, it's her fault. Like, don't fucking try to stab somebody. Mr. Friendly just added, and, yeah, I think he's cool. He said, uh, this is my point. <laughs> Cops handled it perfectly and are still being attacked, which is true. That's a great um, segue into what I want to kind of finish with on Black Lives Matter here. Um, and just like reflecting on the past year, right? It's been almost a year since George Floyd. We've now gotten the sentencing and now we're getting thrown like this BS case of like cops kill black girl, 16 year old girl. They're, they're using the age hard too. Yes. Hard. Child. They keep saying yeah. child. Child. Child murdered. Yes. By police. It's like, no, she tried to it's murder like, no. somebody and was stopped. Actually child saved. Yes. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say, really. There's really nothing else to say besides, like, it's getting, you said it perfect, it's getting laughable. It's honestly getting to the point where, like, people are waking up and, like, I'm now at this point just, like, rolling my eyes and laughing like at a case like this. Uh, I think it was either Pelosi or Jen Psaki. Who's like the spokes? Like she's like the what's that? Is spokes? Is it like spokesperson for the White House? Is that the title? I press think secretary, so. maybe. I think the it's press, press secretary. Press yeah. secretary, like what Kaylee McEnany and mm-hmm. Sarah Huckabee were. Yeah, um, but she was like, she said something that just like made me cringe, and she was like, I can't remember exactly what she said, but basically it was like. We were so hopeful that this was like right after, like since we just got the news from the Floyd tri- trial, like we were so hopeful that this was like a new beginning, and like not even a day later, we have this terrible news of a sixteen-year-old getting killed by police, and it's like, like you don't have to publicize the piss out of this. You could have just like not mentioned it because it does. It's not worth mentioning unless you're saying like this is what should be done. But she just, like, acted. She's like, oh, like, damn, like, I really thought that, like, like, she was just being, like, this fake, like, hopeful, like, re- like, oh, shit, I really thought that we, like, made a change. And, like, now look what just happened the next day. It's like, yeah, look what happened the next day. The cop just saved a black woman's life. But, like, to them, it's like, no, a cop killed a black girl. Child, too. Here's what I end with. Um... So I'll preface this by saying, one, I do not consider myself a racist person. Love all races. Honestly, don't give a fuck about your race. Second, by percentage, more white people are killed by cops 
per every year. Um, that's just a fact. You could go to probably thousands of websites and it'll say the same thing. There's um, no statistic to like back up the narrative that BLM has. And so with those two prefaces, this is what I will say. If you just follow the law, you're not going to get killed by a cop. Unless this it's a complete is... accident. And then, like, yeah, that's, like, definitely on them. Like, you know, like, stray bullet, you know, like, type of thing. Um, definitely on the well, cop. But we've s- how many cases are because of criminal activity? Like, let's just say, like, criminal activity had anything to do with the case. Anything. And this kind of goes back to Breonna Taylor. Like, anything at all. Let's see what would have happened if there was no criminal activity involved. How about well, we all just follow the law and follow the rules and hope that you don't die? That's the th- and then like they brought up like um like I know people brought up Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Because like he didn't get killed and they brought up um Oh yeah, that was the one I forgot. Uh Nick Cruz, Nicholas Cruz who was he Parkland? He, yep. Yeah. Florida. Um so they brought up Kyle Rittenhouse, um, Nicholas Cruz, and one other person. So they had it was two mass shooters, and then Kyle Rittenhouse who shot and killed. Was it two people? I think it was two people in Minneapolis during the yeah, riots. and then he was just like arrested peacefully. And the difference is, and this is just like a very clear difference, and like whether you agree with it or not, that's just what the law is. If I like, I could stand there and kill a cop, and the co- the the reinforcement cops show up. They can't kill me unless I'm still aiming my gun. If, unless I'm still an active threat, they can't they can't kill me. By law. So right. Eve, yeah, by law. Even though they know that I single handedly just t- took a life myself, or if I killed thirty people and they show up, if I put my hands up, they cannot hurt me. They cannot kill me. They can kick the piss out of me, but they can't. They can't shoot me. And like, they showed like the arrest of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, and like that was a little sketchy. I've seen it. Like, no, it's definitely he's sketchy. Walking, I mean, he's walking down the street with his hands up, but like at one point you see like he reaches down and like kind of readjusts it, and like it's like, dude, oh, okay. It was like pretty clear that he wasn't like going to like grab it and shoot. But people have gotten shot for less than that, so I do understand that. But people like Nicholas Cruz and whoever the other shooter they showed getting arrested was, like, they just complied, dude. Like, they caught them, and they, like, they said, like, put your hands up, and they put their hands up and got arrested, and that was it. So, like, really, no matter how much trouble you're in, just... You're not going to die. Just just go limp, dude. Just go limp. If like whatever they're trying to do, just go, just let them do it. If they're pulling your arm right, move right with them. Like don't pull away. Like just don't fucking resist. Just, just do whatever that you got to do, and like you're gonna get out of there fine. You'll be all right. The one and with it's, it's really that simple, but like they have to explode it into this huge thing that like, no, it's not because he he had a knife in his car. It's not because he did this. It's because he's black. It's like no, it's not. Because it happens plenty of times where black dudes, like the like the couple of people who were with George Floyd, they were very peaceful, put their hands up, gave their IDs, they were let go. That was it. 
Like it's it's just super simple, and it's just frustrating that people. Right, because we don't want to see people die. I like, don't want. That's what I'm I don't saying. want anyone like, to die, bro. Like, I want everyone to live so bad. Like George Floyd didn't deserve to die. No, like, dude, I all you had alive, to, bro. I all you had to do was just like stop freaking out and just sit in the back of the car quietly. Like that's it. But and the one last week with the woman cop who said she pulled her taser and it was actually gun and shot. As stupid as that is, as much as like I'm like, yeah, she sucks. Like I, yeah, I mean, like charge her with whatever. If homie just didn't run, like just get arrested, bro. If you didn't do anything wrong, then why are you like? Why do you care about getting arrested? Even if you did do something wrong, dude. Like, dude, if I have a pound of heroin in my car, I'm gonna get in a little less trouble if I cooperate than if I try to run away. Cause then I'm just gonna get charged with the heroin and running away. So like, they're gonna get you. So just make it make it a little easier for them. It'll go a long way. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good way to end. Cause honestly, yeah, the the bottom line is like I so bad don't want people to die. Like I hate seeing people die that don't deserve it. Um. It's really the bottom line. Like, try. How about going every day and trying not to die? That should be like the thing. Like, yeah. Also, like, I mean, this is like kind of off topic, but kind of not. But BLM just needs to get their fucking. They either need to rebrand themselves to like an anti-cop organization, or they need to actually start caring about Black Lives, because like they need to do one or the other. Because I mean, at this point, it's really just a cop-hate organization. And they never seem to want to comment that, like, the leading cause of death for black males under, like, 50 is black males. Homicide. Like, they don't want to talk about that shit. They don't They want to talk all. about, like, the, the 20 times a year that an uh, unarmed black person gets killed by a cop. Where it's, like, 80 white people a year. I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I feel like every time we talk about politics too, it's like I'm exhausted because it's, like, it's oh. like it's gotten to that point. Like, what happened to just when we just like cared about like Iraq? Remember that? Like when we just like cared about Iraq? Yeah, like all the problems were like the other people. Yeah. Or I've, oh, like, what I, were the pro- I'm trying to think like I can't remember the last school, time like, like our major problem was like not an American thing. Um. Oh, yeah. I just remember, rough. like, I feel like in high like in, like, school, the, early high the school. The Russia shit with Trump. Yeah. That was, like, that was, like, the yes. most recent time that we've, like, our problem has been a, a country. But that, like, didn't, I don't even know. I don't think that even really happened. <sighs> well, that's it for our BLM bullshit episode. Um. We did want to get to kind of our plans for the next coming months because I am going to be doing something interesting that I, if I had to guess, I would say nobody listening has done unless my cousin Joel is listening, then he has done this because I'm doing it with him. Um, I will be working in Alaska this summer on a boat. The boat is called, it's called a tender boat. So it's not like a fishing boat. We're not going to be catching fish, but we transport 
from the fishing boat to us, and then we take all the fish to the cannery. So, like, the factories that process all the shit. So, my June through August and possibly part of September um, will be living on a 100-foot boat in the middle of the Bering Sea in Alaska. So, it's... I mean, a lot of people have told me I'm fucking stupid and I'm probably going to die. And I agree, that's possible. Um, But it'll be a great experience. Like I said, I don't know anybody except my cousin who got me the job. Um, I don't know anybody who's been to Alaska, let alone like those remote-ass parts of Alaska. So I think it'll just be a kick-ass experience. And who knows, maybe I'll end up loving it in this... (coughs) could end up being my uh my gig we'll see yeah when you told me about it i was like you're right like i've never met anyone who's like spent a summer on a fishing boat yeah and then i saw i saw this other thing this is kind of unrelated but it made me think about this it was this dude it was like a navy seal or like a hunter or something he was talking about how there's like different types of fun there's like the quick, like, quick adrenaline fun, like, sex, or, like, a roller coaster, or whatever, like, a Steeler game, something like that, but he said then there's, like, the real fun, where while you're doing it, you're fucking miserable, but, like, years later, you look back, and you, like, you're, you and your boys oh, are, like, joking shit. about, like, bro, you remember how fucking shitty, like... Like, say you took, like, a camping trip and it was raining the whole time. Like, Mm -hmm. in the moment, it's terrible. But looking back, you're like, bro, dude, it was raining for, like, 72 straight hours, bro. It sucked so bad. But you and your boys. we were soaked. Like, we had to, like, Dude, it was miserable. But, like, while you're telling the story, you, like, can't help but smile and, like, laugh. Because you, like, it's, it's, like, it's a different type of fun and, like, enjoyment. Where it's, like, you struggle through it. But looking back on it, you're, like, I'm glad I did it. It was... I'm gl- yeah. It was a good time. And 100%. then you will be, uh, what, what are your plans? You'll be in Pittsburgh, huh? Yeah, so um, I think I'm going to move back to Pittsburgh for a little bit. I think it's it'll be fucked. a good opportunity. As soon as you come back to Pittsburgh, I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, like this is the first summer in my life that I won't be here. Yeah, and by the time you're back, I'll be gone. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sick. You know, uh, really my reasoning is quite simple. I'm just trying to make a change. As I've done, I feel like, like 10 times on this podcast, I've said the words, like, <laughs> I'm trying to make a change. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to make a change while also saving money. So um, I just think it'll be one of those summers that, who knows? I, I don't know, actually, if I'm going to move to Pittsburgh, quote-unquote, move. Uh, I think I'm just going to try to spend the summer, like, visiting a bunch of different places for long periods of time. So it's kind of like a travel type of summer um but yeah i think i'm lucky enough to have a job right now that i can work remote and so i'm gonna take advantage of that while i can while also thinking about you know the future and the future of this podcast truly um you know we have a lot of decisions to make we always appreciate you listeners um that have stuck with us for so long now i mean it's coming up on like a year and a half that we've had this podcast we go through our little lulls of it but, um, you know, nonetheless, it's whatever we want to do. It's whatever we want to make of it. And I hope 
this is kind of like what you said. Like, this podcast, while it's not miserable doing it, obviously. No. But it's, like, one of those things in, like, 50 years we, like, can look back on and be like, wow, like, remember that one episode? Like, how pissed we were about Chauvin, you know? Like, <laughs> some shit like that. Fucking Chauvin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a good connection there. But yeah, I mean, we will we'll keep you posted with what our plans for the summer will be. It'll probably realistically just be a three month, three months of silence. Um, but we will see closer to that time. Plus, I don't know, maybe Jack will kind of branch off to his own thing, do a few episodes with some of the friends over the summer or whatever he wants to do, just to keep getting content out there. We'll uh we'll see as we go, but we do appreciate all the love and support that you guys have shown over the past year plus, and um, we're just gonna keep doing our thing. As always, follow us on Instagram at Tube Station Pod for updates on episodes and uh, what is going on with us. So thank you for listening. Peace out, and as always. Tomorrow.